0: Welcome to another episode here of the Talking Blues Podcast. I'm Josh and I'm always joined by my co-host Alex and joined by my co-host Peter, um, <laughs> or was supposed to be joined by my co-host Peter. Uh, this is annoying. Um, so here's the deal. Peter was supposed to be recording with us. Peter was recording with us a minute ago, actually, when we were starting out. His mic is not working. Um, he's been having some computer difficulties recently. So we're, we're flip-flopping here on the Talking Blues Podcast. We didn't have Alex earlier in the week. We, we know, don't have Peter here at the end of the week. Hopefully next week, everything will be sorted out. We have the three of us on here together once again. But for now, it's just Alex and I. Back to uh, old times here. If you listen to the Giant Take podcast, just us two. So I guess just another thing like that. Alex, how are you today? We'll start out with that. Uh, and then we'll move into some exciting stuff where we'll talk about Chelsea in the Champions League.
1: I'm doing well. Um, you know, Very happy with the win against Atletico. Really good performance. You know, they were sitting with a lot of men deep behind the ball. And we were able, you know, to get through pretty well. Obviously, we didn't have too many chances. But what a goal from Olivier Giroud. Really saving us once again, like he seems to do all the time in these big games. um, And a really important goal for us. And, you know, coming back home to Stanford Bridge with the away goal, with the 1-0 advantage, um, will definitely help us out. And Atletico will have to come out of their shell um, in the second leg, which means that we will have more opportunities to hit them on the counter with our pace of Timo Werner, maybe Callum Hudson-Odoi, uh, Christian Pulisic if he's playing. So there's a lot of good, um, that comes out of that and I'm really excited for the second leg and hopefully we can, you know, hang on, uh, to this result, but yeah, very good from Chelsea. Um, and I was really happy to see, uh, how he performed.
0: Yeah, I was as well. Um, I really was with his performance. It was it was very good in the match. And something that Alex actually missed earlier in the week is now we're going to be starting to implement our older podcast. We talk about the lineups, we talk about our score predictions, never really bring them up again. So let's do it now in this episode. Here's Peter and I discussing our score predictions for this game. And Alex, uh, since you weren't on this episode, you can react to it uh, as I play it right now if we're gonna constantly review the predictions i don't want to seem i don't want to i don't want to say anything too crazy i don't want to go back onto the next episode and say and look like i'm embarrassed so I'll go i'll go one one i don't want to and i'll go i'll go kyle hudson and do i go i don't i don't want to i don't want to sound stupid or say anything crazy <laughs> that i'm gonna that's gonna that i'm gonna really go next episode yeah, well, we're, we're facing a club that's in the top tier, right? I mean, Chelsea's on the top tier, debatably not this not this season right now. And you have Atletico Madrid, who's at top of the La Liga, uh, with fifty five points. And trailing them are some, you know, legendary clubs in Real Madrid and Barcelona. So it's it's going to be a tough game against a tough opponent. So you know what? It's sad, but I have to give it to Atletico Madrid. I think they'll get the the two goals in this game. It's gonna be a 2-1 final Athletic Madrid Trade win. Haven't called a another team uh, beating Chelsea in a little bit on this podcast. But that's what I have here. Alex, your thoughts on your thoughts on that? My original thoughts, I mean, come on. I I really thought they looked like a better club going into this game. They leave as a worse club and it really I think we'll we'll get into it a little bit, but I really want to talk about how this win it's going to set something up for Chelsea that I think is really good for their future. But go ahead and react to this first.
1: So Peter was quite close, 1-1, not super bad there. Um, and, you know, he he kind of got close. Callum Hudson-Odoi didn't really have, you know, the greatest of games. But yeah. Um, so good guess from him. You picking against Chelsea it's just disrespectful. Um, I can't believe you did that. But, you know, I guess you'll have to make it up for, you know, the Manchester United prediction coming up in a few minutes. But yeah, um, that, that's my reaction to your guys' um, predictions there. I, I was really impressed, and I was really happy uh, beating such a quality team. And it shouldn't have been 1-0, right? It should have been more. We deserve to win by more. Um, we We absolutely dominated them. Yes, they had quite a few injuries, especially defensively, but they're still a really solid team. They were on a bad run of form coming into the game. Obviously, that bad run of form is continuing for them, um, but I, I don't see them going forward against our defense, which has been pretty solid, being able to nick two goals at Stanford Bridge. I think that's going to be really difficult for them, um, and I think it, this win really sets us up nicely, um, you know, for this upcoming difficult stretch. Obviously, uh, you know, we have Man United, then Liverpool, and then Atletico. Um, obviously, again, so that's going to be a really tough stretch of games and we're going to need to be on our uh, top form so it's really important that we started this, you know, hard trail off right.
0: Yeah, and this goes to what I was saying a little bit earlier. I think this can really impact Chelsea's future, not only this season but next season with what Roman wants to to bring to the club, Roman Abramovich. I think with this win, it kind of shows that Thomas Tuchel really knows what he's doing and he, he as much as we down him with the lineups and the score predict- uh, the lineups and what we expect from the club, it's not Frank Lampard anymore. And I'm not saying Frank Lampard was very bad, but I'm just saying I like this system. I like what he's doing. He's implementing and using all the players, and I really like that. Um, So I'm going to say it. I think Chelsea, I mean, we kind of see it now. We're in the round of 16. I think Chelsea, if they really play their best every match, uh, I mean, this is kind of like an obvious, stupid type of statement, but I think we can very much win the UEFA Champions League this year. I think there are some teams, and we'll get into it, that have won, and they looked very good. And even Bayern, last year's champion, um, basically champion of Europe, champion of the world, uh, uh, champions of the world, I would say best soccer club in the world, are doing very well. And they beat Lazio um, by a score of four to one. I think we can still make it, and maybe even maybe make it to the semifinals, if not win the finals. But I really think we can win the champ, the Champions League this season. I do, and then. We're we're going into this game too, Alex. We have to also think about it uh, in in our standpoint, right? Our players are still not playing at the best of their forms. We have Kai Havertz, who's record signing has been playing. We have, excuse me, Timo Werner, who's still trying to work it in, trying to get better, and he's still not good. We have Thiago Silva, our best defensive player, who is out for this game. We are not at our top level yet, and we just beat Atletico Madrid. Like I said the le- or last episode, like I said, the leaders of La Liga right now who is also, you know, debatable, but one of the best, if not the best um, leagues in the world as well, uh, soccer leagues. So I think it's something that you have to think about and take into account that we're not even at the top of our game and we still just beat them 1-0. And yes, I know they had their troubles with injuries, but we can be very good. We can be very good. So I just wanted to get that out there. And uh, this is the most confident I've ever been, I think, since we started the podcast here with Chelsea, to be honest.
1: Yeah, and I'm looking at the teams remaining, right? So, you know, in the next round, assuming that hopefully Chelsea could hang on um, here, you know, Liverpool obviously looks like we'll be advancing to the next round. PSG, um, Dortmund at the moment. I think Juventus will come back against Porto. Bayern are going through for sure. You know, Real Madrid most likely as well, along with Man City. But, you know, if we can avoid a bad draw, right? Obviously, Atletico is not a good draw, right? We probably got the toughest draw out of any... Of the teams we could have gotten. But I think if we go into the next round and we get, you know, there's only a couple teams to me that I think we cannot beat. And I think that's Man City and Bayern Munich. I think those are the two teams that we do not want to face until we get to the final and maybe we get a luck of a draw and we somehow, um, you know, beat them in, you know, a one legged affair. I don't see us being able to beat them over two legs, either of those two teams. Any other, you know, team might be possible. PSG, Liverpool, those will be tough as well. But, you know, there's definitely some teams that I think we can beat most of these teams. But, you know, if we get Bayern again like we did last year, I, I just don't see us being able to advance past them.
0: Yeah, and I like how you actually didn't say PSG as one of the teams that we can't beat. And they're also one of the best teams in Europe, if not the world right now. I'm obviously behind <laughs> Kylian Mbappe, the, one of the best players in the world right now. And I think it's just a team that we can be able to beat. And you want to know why? Because we have the secret weapon of their former manager, Thomas Tuchel. They're running one of, if not the exact same system, but very close to the same system that they that they did with him. Basically the same formation. And it's something that, you know, if anyone that we want to have as our manager and we're going into PSG, like, let, we're, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, right? I mean, we are. We're, we're already talking about next round. But let's just say we get a very bad luck of the draw. We face PSG in the next round because we're able to, you know, fight off Atletico at home and Stanford Bridge. Okay. I mean, like, I'm I'm not going to be as worried if we had Frank Lampard and you want to know why? Because he was the last PSG manager and he knows their system. He knows how those players work. He had very close relationships with mostly all of them, right? I, I think, and especially we have, hopefully, Thiago Silva at the back there when we're playing PSG in this. I'm already saying we're playing PSG next round. But if we are, we have Thiago Silva who was playing with PSG in the back. So he's going to know all of his teammates. I think it's just we can beat these teams. Um, I think if we were going to have to pick a team that we really wanted to face, I think maybe Dortmund, I, I mean, probably Dortmund. If, if that's the team that I had to choose, like that would be my, be like, all right, you know, we have the best chance, greatest chance against these teams. I mean, Byron, I, I I might as well go into it as we already talked about this. Byron one, a four, one against Lazio. Real Madrid one, one nil against, uh, Atalanta and then Man City one, two nil as well. Um, I'm not even going to say that team because I still can't pronounce it. Um, Go ahead, Alex. You know, you can do that, but go ahead.
1: Yeah, um, obviously, uh, Man City beat uh, Gladbach 2 2-0. There you go. A very good Gladbach team, by the way. They're very good um, as well. They got a lot of good players. So impressive for Man City. That's another team I would not want to face going into the next round. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, Bayern were absolutely dominant against Lazio. They're going through. I mean, there's no doubt about it in my mind. I mean, those two are very scary, I got to admit, right? Those those are not teams you want to face right now. But, uh, yeah, you know, the rest of the teams I think we can beat. Real Madrid, I think they're beatable. Um, I think if you're looking at even Juventus, I think, are beatable, to be honest. I mean, they lost 2-1 to Porto. I think they will come back because I don't think a team with Cristiano Ronaldo is going to go down against Porto. But, hey, you never know. Dortmund, they'll be tough, obviously, with Holland on, you know, great form right now. Um, and PSG will obviously be tough as well, and Liverpool also. So there, there, we wouldn't. I don't think there is any easy draw you get in the next round. Um, I, I don't think. I think the easiest is probably Dortmund. Um, but yeah, there, there's no easy draw when you're getting into the quarterfinals. So you know, we just got to be prepared, and hopefully, you know, we have this next stretch of games, and we're going to be on a you know good form continuing uh, into the next Champions League, the second leg.
0: And it is crazy, and I think that's what is so cool about the UEFA Champions League in Europe is that you know you're facing all these players that either you grew you grew up watching right or grew up hearing about in the World Cup that you don't get to face here you know in the Premier League or you get players that you might want to sign in in the future and you don't really see too much highlights on them you know we face Holland we're we're one of ten teams now that there's a report came out from Holland's agent that there's ten teams that are interested including Chelsea in that um, and. I think we you know he could be in the we could be in the narrow last 5 of those 10 teams but we might be able to see him we might be able to see a player in Cristiano Ronaldo with Juventus that we grew up watching right it's crazy that we would be able to see these players and maybe our club will even play against them so I think that's the coolest part about the Champions League uh going back to the game against Atletico real quick my man of the match Kovacic great great game uh for him once again Best player on the defensive and offensive side. I was was gonna give it to Giroud for the amazing goal that he scored. I just decided that I need to give it. I needed to give it to the best player on the pitch, not the guy who won us the game. Which now that I'm saying that out of my mouth, it kind of sounds dumb. But that's who I'm gonna give it to. Uh, and and that's that's my man of the match. Alex, yours?
1: Yeah, for me, it's difficult. I I'll, I'll I my man of the match is Giroux. Um Fantastic goal, and I think he's the one who deserves it. But. Just a special shout out. Marcus Alonso had a very solid game. I thought he was pretty decent. Um, you know, I've I've definitely been a big Marcus Alonso critic, but he was not. Uh, he was quite solid against Atletico. So just wanted to give that shout out to him. But uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. We talked quite a bit about this game, um, and you know, we've probably talked about it a lot because it was so you know nice to see a nice win for Chelsea. Um, but obviously, another tough match coming up this Sunday. Um, Against Manchester United, Uh, that'll be, what, 11.30 Eastern Standard Time here in the U.S. And what will that be? 4.30 in the U.K. for everyone viewing from there. Um, I'm taking Josh's job here, but uh, yeah, definitely going to be a tough game. Manchester United, I believe they are in second place at the moment, Um, so that is going to be tough. Let's see, how many points do they have, Josh? I know you're always the man on the tape.
0: Of course I do. Uh, of course I got that, Alex. They have forty nine points and they are tied in points with Leicester City, obviously up on the goal differential, twenty one to seventeen. While Chelsea sit in fifth with forty three points. Alex taking my spot completely with the times and even nailing like word for word how I do it, not even knowing what time it is in the UK. So I'm glad you were able to add that in. That it's not just me struggling to uh, calculate the five hours ahead there in the UK. But four thirty for all of you people watching. Uh, in the UK, we really hope you enjoy it because we're going to enjoy it. You know why we're going to enjoy it? Because it's at 11.30 a.m. and we don't have to wake up at 7 a.m. for these last few Chelsea games in the last month or so that have been very annoying to to do so. So let's go to our lineups. 3-4-2-1. I have Peter's lineup here as we were going to record with him. Um, and, you know, that just ended. So he, said, he sent me his lineup, so I'll be able to, you know, mention his stuff as well. His man of the match, actually, I forgot to say, was Christensen which he actually is a big critic on as well. And he had him as a man of the match. So, you know, splitting all three of us up. I don't think we see that a lot with our men of the matches. So that was pretty cool. Mendy and Net for all three of us. Um, I know that for a fact. And then in the back, uh, let's see, back three we have. I have a back three. Peter has a back three. Alex is a back three. For Peter, Christensen, Rudiger, Asby. I have Rudiger, Zuma. I think Zuma gets a start in this one. Rest, Christensen. And then Asby gets a start at right uh, right center back.
1: Yeah, I have uh As P. Christensen and Rudiger uh same as Peter, I believe. So yeah, same back line as against Atletico. I don't think he changes it up. Uh and we want a solid defensive presence there, obviously against, you know, a pretty good attacking team in Man United. So hopefully they'll be solid there. Um for my two wing backs, I'm gonna have Reese James and I'm gonna have Marcus Alonso. Marcus Alonso is a definite starter for me. I don't think he gets replaced by anyone. Reese James could be Calm Hunts and there. But I think Reese James Um, We'll get the nod here against Man United. Um, I think going against Luke Shaw, who will be operating on that left-hand side, um, I think you want someone who's a little bit better defensively because he gets forward quite a bit. Um, So I like Rhys James in that position. Uh, So I think Tuchel's going to favor him there. Um, And I guess I'll go right into my center midfield also. I've got Jorginho and Kovacic. You could see Conte. I really hope Conte comes in soon. Because um, I think he, you know, he might, I think he's a better presence than Jorginho. And I especially think if you have Callum Hudson and Dwight right wing back, it's better to have Conte in the midfield there with him. Obviously, he sits a little bit deeper, even uh, like more deeper than Jorginho. And obviously he provides a little bit more of a defensive presence there. Um, so I'm hoping he'll be coming back into the fold soon. But that's my uh, midfield four
0: funny that you say that Alonzo's is a definite start alex because not on our side here peter and i going with uh, the left wing back of ben chilwell alonzo getting the rest in this game reese james we all agree on that um you know we don't see colin hudson doi he gets a rest i don't see tuchel taking out Jorginho i i just don't i don't see it happening he loves him too much apparently he's the new mason now like i said Um, You know, just like Frank Lampard with Mason Mount, we have Tuchel and Jorginho. That's how I see it. Not for Peter, though. So I have Conte and Jorginho. Peter has Conte and Kovacic there. And then here we go. We have our front three. For me, it's going to be Timo Werner, Mason Mount, and Olivier Giroud. I think Giroud better get another start. Peter has the same. Uh, And then our score predictions. I'll I'll save our score predictions. Go ahead, Alex.
1: Yeah, I have the same front three as you guys. Werner, Mount, Giroud. I was thinking about putting in CHO instead of Werner, but I think Werner's been pretty good recently. So I think he gets another start along with Mason Mount. Obviously, Mason Mount and Jorginho, um, I guess we forgot to mention this, they will not be starting in the next leg of the Champions League match. Obviously, they have been suspended for too many yellow cards in the group stage and obviously in this first leg. So they will be out. So I think they're going to be playing a whole bunch of minutes in the Premier League um, because obviously someone's going to have to come in there and replace them for the second leg. Most likely um, Ziyech and N'Golo Conte. Um, obviously, we'll get closer to that game, and then we'll talk about it. But, yeah, I'm going to go with that front three. Same as pretty much, do I have the same lineup? I have the same exact lineup from Atletico, except for Reese James, who I'm slotting at right wing back instead of CHO. Um, and for my score prediction, I'll go right into that. I'm going to go, I think Manchester United, they're a good team. I don't think we beat them. I think we draw 1-1. Olivier Giroud goal, 1-1. One, one. Um, hopefully it's a better result than that, but it's definitely going to be a tough game.
0: Peter is going with a 2-0 win, and I'm guessing it's for Chelsea. He didn't put a winner. So I'm um, I'm just going I'll, to, I'll I'll say uh, Peter was positive, and he goes 2-0 no win for Chelsea. I think I'm going to go positive too. I have a 1-0 win for Chelsea against Manchester United, and I really hope it happens. Um, uh, yeah, that that's all I have to say. I really hope it happens. 1-0 win for Chelsea for me. Goal scorer, Alex. Um, we'll go Mason Mount. I'm, I've been high on him recently for no apparent reason, but that's why I'm going to go with him here because I'm high on him right now. And I feel like it wherever you're listening to this podcast. We really appreciate it. If you can slap us a follow on Twitter at talking blues pod, we would really like that. Also while you're on Twitter, go follow the giant take pod. It's a New York giants podcast podcaster in the NFL, on um, the national football league here in America. And we do a podcast with that. Peter's been on there before. Go give us a follow there and on Instagram and Facebook at the giant take. Um, also subscribe wherever you're listening. We would really appreciate it. Drop a five-star rating and review, especially an Apple podcast. Those are where those reviews really help. Um, and then share with your friends, share with your family, whatever you want to do to help us out. We would really love that. And um, Chelsea versus Liverpool. We're playing some tough opponents recently. Next upcoming games for Chelsea, we have Man United, obviously, on Sunday. Then the following Thursday is going to be against Liverpool. And then we got Everton on Monday. Leeds United on March 13th. And then, obviously, back to Atletico Madrid. So we got a few games before that UEFA Champions League, excuse me, um, and, and we'll talk about that then. But for now, Chelsea versus Manchester United on Sunday. We hope you enjoyed the game. We will definitely, like I said, because we won't have to wake up early for it. I'm Josh, been joined by Alex in this episode, and we will see you next time for another Talking Blues episode.